Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Resplendent Chronicast. And holy shit, you guys, I am so excited for this session. Yeah! Now, normally it should be self-explanatory, except Chris didn't make a noise there. We have the whole group tonight! Today, daytime. It's daytime. Whenever you are listening to it, that's the time it is. We have the entire group here. We're not missing Keegan. We're not missing Eric. We're not missing anybody. The whole group is here. Okay. <laughs> Actually, in reality, Chris is missing. Nick just has a really good impression of him. I know, it's really good. Watch, we're going to play two different characters now. This is me talking like Nick. And this is me talking like Chris. It's uncanny. <laughs> Sometimes he can even do it so that it sounds like both are speaking at once. It's absolutely... It is really cool. Right. It's it's awesome. I think we need to be very honest right now. This is all just Will doing different things. <laughs> This is just me talking to myself in my room. Like, he's like Ed Norton in that one movie, The Incredible Hulk. It's like that movie where the guy is playing two different roles. Anyway, so we have the whole group here, and so we have a lot of stuff that we want to get to, and I want to try to get everybody together. So we're going to just jump right into this thing. So previously on the Resplendent Piranha cast, we reunited a, well, attempted to reunite, I should say. We attempted to reunite a, an Autochthonian refugee boy with his uh, giant woman counterpart. <laughs> Basically did. Basically, well, I mean, he was still spending the night with you guys. Does creation have a version of To Catch a Predator? Oh, Reagan Christ. Where did that come from? Because we're... That got dark fast. Anyway. We're keeping an eye on Crezio down here just to be on the safe side. That's right, I forgot about that. Pillar had sort of walked off to find her own accommodations, whether she went back up to the mountain or sort of browbeat Ridian and Wrench into letting her stay with them, despite the fact that they only have two beds and it barely fits the two of them, let alone a giant jade woman. Who um, they wanted to kill. Who they wanted to kill, anyway. Good fucking luck. Yeah, <laughs> And after that, we had a, a brief episode of Artrid's adventure. Yay! Uh, during his absence of everyone dealing with this new child. What did you do? Yes. Don't oh, worry you, about you it. You haven't listened to the yet. Well, I haven't finished no, anything yet. So, yeah. so you haven't heard it yet. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. That's um, not a really dodgy response or anything. Well, I mean, I'm going to recap for everybody at home anyway, so you're going to get to hear the Cliff's Notes version of it. So Archer decided to go case uh, the Satrap's mansion, and in order to do so, disguised himself as a servant, bustle, like hauling stuff around, bustling around, and he... Uh, ran into someone else who seemed to be looking for some information about the satrap or the goings-on. This person did not give their own name, but did give the name of the person they were working for, one Fanganami Arai. That quickly went haywire as both parties were discovered and had to make a rather hasty run for it. So hasty, in fact, that Artrin, in order to save his own hide, had to spend an, an exceptional amount of essence to keep himself alive, so when he got back, by the time he got back to the inn, he was a little shiny. He was a lot of shiny. He was a lot shiny. I regret he, nothing. He was so shiny that when Genevieve came to after her game of shot punch, he, she thought it was daytime, despite it being two in the morning. Are you in trouble? 
Wait for it. <laughs> Define trouble. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Morning rolled around. And everyone tried to sort of come up with a plan as to how they were going to try to get around. We also were introduced to Philip Darkwater and his demon companion, Irenus. A Neoma, right? Yeah. Neoma? Yeah, the skin grafter, skin yeah. shaper thing. Those are cool. I know, right? But when he gets to the lap, he sees that there is a very heavy guard presence. And everybody seems to be on a heightened state of alert at this point. They are so taken by the fact that he is traveling with a demon, they understand, oh, if you know your way around demons, you must know how to banish them. We got word of an anathema in town. <laughs> that sigh of frustration and uh, cocky laugh was Eric staring at Peter and Peter responding in kind. <laughs> Philip went off to attempt, and you were trying to attempt an audience with, um, with, the, the, satrap, yeah. with the satrap himself in order to render your services as an expert in demons. Yeah. Uh, because you're totally... It's fine, this is totally in my wheelhouse. Because you're totally an expert on demons, and totally have the ability to banish anathema, right? Duh. Because anathema are demons, you know demons, so you know how to banish them. That'd be stupid to offer my services if I couldn't do that. Right. <laughs> what, what, uh, what's the version of Exalted Bluff check? <laughs> I would like to say that I am not the most supreme bullshitter in this room right now. <laughs> I could have told you that. No, this is true. You're glowing. I know. <laughs> He got better. He did. Right. Did I miss anything? Were there any details that I neglected? I think the one detail that we've got is we kind of, like, our party split off into two different directions where you two are going to be going to make a delivery up in the mountain, and the two of us are going to try and open the boat so we could get some additional supplies. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, the other, oh, in, the boat. The other important story bit is Genevieve had a dream. Oh, right. That oh, also yeah. sort of took place as a message from the Silver Prince, also known as the Bodhisattva Anointed in Dark Waters. Uh, you jerk. I don't know if you can tell from the name, but he's a bad guy. Yeah, the Death Lord ruler of the Skullstar Archipelago. Jerky McJerkface. Jerky McJerkface. So I believe that gets us all caught up. We're going to start with Tavi. Oh, God. Because Tavi was not in the inn when everybody got back with Crisio and to take care of Genevieve and to deal with the new glowy person. Tavi, you wake up and someone, you speak flame tongue, right? That's my native tongue. Okay. And there's a man standing over you. Huge, burly man wearing... Great big bushy beard. Great big bushy beard. Damn it, I was gonna say that. Uh, Great big bushy beard, uh, clearly a southerner, tan skin, wearing a smith's apron. And he is yelling at you in flame tub. You can't sleep! Get up! You can't sleep here! This is my shop! Come on! Come on! Get up! Get out of here! <laughs> and as you're sort of blearily opening your eyes, like, what the fuck is going on? You realize you're a smithy. So I don't think this is the first time this has happened to me. Absolutely not. <laughs> Including the big guy with the great big bushy beard yelling at me to get the fuck out. Right. Also, what I want you to do is give me a uh, inte- give me intelligence craft fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, that thing that you're super good at. That you completely specced your character for. <laughs> I made these artifacts in my sleep. I don't know how, but I did. Seventeen botches. I definitely wasn't asleep when I did it. Right. If I have any memory, that's besides the point. Ten. 
Yeah. Okay. That's and I haven't actually. I didn't spend anything on that for actual. Well, like, here, here's the thing. The number of things that I have that are craft essence things, it's a little ridiculous. Now, because because of the way crafting works in three yeah. E, and because you rolled that many goddamn successes. You're welcome. You're, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> you basically just made Iron Man's like Mark Forty Seven armor without. Oh, but curious. the Forty Seven was the shit show. It's like the Fifty Three. Sure. <laughs> I will let you create a an art piece. You can either okay. You can either make a major art piece like a very like because there's four levels of it. There's basic, major, superior, legendary. Okay. So I will let you make a major art piece mm-hmm. or something functional at basic. Normally you'd have to like have to save up some. I mean, I mean, yeah. Basic is like you can do some yeah. basic stuff. You can make a chair. You can fletch an arrow, cook a meal, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, major, it's going to be a little bit bigger and better. Uh, superiors when you start getting into artifact levels. Yeah. So that said, you can make either something function basic and functional, or purely artistic and major. We'll go with the artistic major. Artistic major, okay. You can, and also, you will. I'll give you five silver experience. Cool. Which you can spend on future crafting stuff. Shiny. Yep. Uh, you spend silver experience to. Uh, you spend it on major projects in the future. Cool. So now, is that specific to crafting, or is that something that could be applied towards other long-term uh, skill sets? It's that, only for crafting. That is specific to crafting. Okay. So, what did you make for the satrap? Having done no research on the guy, <laughs> and someone said something about like uh, a pair of scales, but I didn't really want to make something pure, purely functional because it's sure. almost like saying that he's going to be doing the work, which of course he's not going to be doing the work. Right. I mean, Scarlet Empress was was not herself like a controversial figure. She was okay. No. So it's going to be a like foot and a half tall sculpture of the Scarlet Empress holding a pair of 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 scales that are weighted. Okay, I like it. Neat. Yeah. Shway. But there's still this, you know, burly dude yelling at you in flame tongue to get out of my shop. This is this isn't in. What are you doing here? <laughs> um. Okay. So. I don't know, do we have a lot of memory of having made the thing? Once you sort of like come to and it, you're like holding it in your hand, maybe sort of, I mean, it's a foot like and a half. slightly curled around it because I'm like, not that large. Exactly. <laughs> you like, as soon as like you come to, you like, it, you yeah, sort yeah. of shake off like, oh shit, right. I did, I like, I had to go make this thing. Like you remember, you basically pulled an all-nighter and just <laughs> sort of in your exhaustion of making the thing, you just passed out in the smithy. Okay, so he's yelling that it's not an in sort of thing. So I'm going to, like, stand up, slightly wobble, give a little bit of a a stretch, and, like, tuck the thing under my arm and say, fine, I won't teach you how to make the thing, and just walk out the door. All right. Drunken Master Tommy. This is sort of on the other side of the... The city. Well, not on the other side of the city. It's a very large city. This is sort of on the other side of the district, because... Any sort of smithy area. Like I said, you guys were staying in sort of the tourist part. It's yeah. This is where the inns are. There are some restaurants. There are some food shops. You're not going to find a smithy there. Yeah. There's another district that's a bit more 
utilitarian that will have yeah. any sort of blacksmithing. What, what's it made out of, by the way? It's probably mostly... Like, I probably actually dug through the guy's, like, scrap pieces. Okay. Because somewhere in his brain he'd know he'd have to actually pay for stuff. Right. So he basically dug through the guy's scrap pieces and mostly made it out of, like, probably a lot of iron, but uh, would have worked the brass so that it looked like... It was like almost like it was folded into a piece of rock. You know how you get sure. like veins yeah. of like gold or silica through a rock. And because you got ten successes on it, yeah, I'll say it. Also, you were able to do so in such a way that it almost looks like you're actually able to find some brass and actually even some parts that were like rusted on the outside, mm-hmm. but not rusted so deep as to make them brittle and like yeah, destructible. Yeah. And you were able Service to fold, you, yeah, exactly. So you were able, and you were able to fold those in so that it almost looks like iron marble. Yeah, it has those That's exactly veins what I was of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has those like these veins of other colors sort of running through them. Yeah, and it is also almost a picture perfect likeness of her. Okay, and with the full sweeping crown across yeah. the crest of her forehead and the five dragons coming up behind her to greet her and yeah uh, yeah it, it is, <laughs> it's a work of art it hands yeah. down it is a work of art and right now it is wrapped up in my robe and tucked under my arm <laughs> well as you're making your way through town making your way back to the lotus prince there is a noticeable change in the atmosphere here mm. not only because like i said the humidity's broken a little bit over in the, the rain stopped uh, early last night, and it's dry. It's drying up a little bit now, but the roads are still kind of muddy. But not just in that, but also with the guards, the guards that used to be sort of like lackadaisically strolling around, like yeah, whatever, nothing ever happens at left, are now on high alert. They are spears at the side. Full armor, everything is tight, cinched, looking all around. It is it is yellow alert in metal gear. It's if that reference lands for anybody. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you mean I can't just put a box over my head and like did that work? I mean you're small enough? <laughs> you're <all right. laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> you're small enough and you're exalted. It might work. <laughs> We would also attach balloons to anyone you knocked out to send them to your base and recruit them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I missed that one. Uh, uh, phantom pain yeah, joke. That's, that's oh, okay. Five, yeah. I will look for one that looks like they're slightly uncomfortable, like they're shifting their weight, like they've been standing there for a little while. Okay. Specifically because if they're a little bit more tired, they're probably more likely to answer any questions I have. Um, and just, like, walk up and sort of Wave. I'm not going to touch them because yeah. that's a thing. There is one standing there who is, his head's kind of nodding a little bit, like he's struggling to stay awake. But each time his head kind of hits that low point, it snaps and he sort of lifts his head up and eyes go wide again, trying to keep like, nope, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. <laughs> okay, so just after he's done a snap up thing, yeah. I'm going to do the, like, the little wave. What? Yeah, no, what? what, what. What do you want? What's going on? This, there was some kind of attack last night. Satrap's mansion was ransacked. I, I, I'm only, I'm only told what my bosses are telling me, and but I keep hearing rumors about anathema. Wow, that sucks. I've been up since midnight trying to 
Track him down? Track him down. I wasn't able to get... I, I saw the glow from over the buildings a couple of... Uh, at some point, but it's... I, it's, I don't know what to do. We're, we're spread thin, and but fortunately we already had all these guards here already to make sure nothing happened for... Did they give you guys any kind of a description to look for? It's an anathema. They, uh, they said it was one of the wretched. So it's... Uh, <laughs> Would you be particularly offended if they call, if they use the word wretched, I think, or for that matter, anathema? I mean, he would be, but he'd pre- be he's already pretty good at internalizing, like, and not showing annoyedness, okay. sure, and that kind of thing. Um, and also, he's too pleased with himself right now to be <laughs> self-satisfaction will wash away everything. Right? It's like, I made this baller-ass statue. And... That, is es- that is especially true for Tommy, though. because <laughs> So, no. So, no, he doesn't re- react. He's like, but don't they, don't the wretched, like, blend in or something? That's why we're so worried. We're like, everybody's on... We want to be the one. I mean, also, I mean, everybody wants to be the one to catch him, right? Right. Assuming that you survived the encounter, Jesus. He wouldn't have said Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, divine. Whatever. Dragons. Drag- like dragons. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so he'll kind of like ever so gently like pat the guy's gauntlet because that's probably as tall as he can get because he's real small. Yeah. <laughs> so he will like pat the guy's thing and say, you know, you're doing the best you can. Thank you. And walk off yep. because don't want any more attention than that. Jesus Christ! Yep. <laughs> we go back. Do I do I get back to the Lotus Prince uh, really quickly? Yeah. Um, nobody's really paying attention. I mean, it might strike them as odd that there's a Jala walking around by themselves, but it's they're but they're yeah. they're worried about bigger fish right now. Yeah. So. Um, so I'm gonna go straight up to my room, the room that all these assholes are in. Yeah. How early a start did you assholes get? Uh, <laughs> I'm taking care of your stuff. What? <laughs> Smith's got it pretty early in the morning, I will say that. Yes. No, Keep okay. firing, assholes. <laughs> if I remember correctly, we had started the day, and we had been planning, because we started the day with Philip arriving in town. Yes. We spent some time planning because I needed you to pull three or four of those frog crotch arrowheads out of my back. That's right, and I um, think uh, we did that. We did that, yeah. and it was actually going through fairly smoothly. Though I think I pulled out like one random broken shirt out of it. Oh, that's odd. Flicked it off to the side, but then we were planning in the morning, you two were going to um, deliver Crezio, and the two of us were probably still in the inn at this point because we spent a good time discussing that. But we yes. haven't gone into um, that yet, have we? No, no, no. So I will say, as soon as you guys figure, like, okay, this is the plan, that's when Tavi enters. So you're all are still in the room. Yeah. Yes. Are you still like shirtless and covered in bandages? Oh no, I I healed up overnight. Oh okay. So I'm gonna look at Vivian. Which one was the idiot? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Kim also okay? Rumor. I don't know. Sorry. No, no, no. no, no. He's not missing. No, no, no. I'm but... probably still covered in in black and blues. So... Yeah. No, no, no. I know what kind of an idiot you were. Yeah, you were. We were. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the rumors. No, that would be our friend. Congratulations! You just made everything harder for everybody. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Then why don't you take a nice merry jaunt outside for your morning jog? Certainly. And I start making <laughs> <laughs> sarcasm. Tell me how excitable everyone is right now because they're freaked out because they saw you, I don't know, broadcasting. They didn't see me. 
All right, fine. I mean, insofar that you were generating the light. Yes, but tell me, who are they looking for? Give me a description. It doesn't matter if they're looking for someone specific and they know what that person looks like. Really, it would be better if they did. I was about that to would say. make life a lot easier, actually. So yeah. we're going to drop all the plans we have right now because they're looking for a vague, nebulous enemy that they've spent how long looking for and spent panic mode? Tommy is just going to roll his eyes like really hard and walk away from him. Uh, <laughs> into the room or out of the room again? Just to the other side of okay. the room. It's his room in the first place, okay? <laughs> all right. Genevieve, I understand. Genevieve, everyone in the room knows, is um, Dawncast. Everybody knows that she's exalted. No. No, not everybody yet. But most of the people in this room. But what we know is that everybody in this room right now knows for a fact that I'm exalted. Yes. Mm -hmm. Most people would be freaking out at that statement right now. They seem all very upset, but relatively calm. On that note, roll me Perception Socialize. Oh, dear. Do some measure of will. Yeah. Will, if you'd like to spend a willpower to get an automatic success, you may. Yes, please. So, we all know for a fact right now that they're looking for the wretched. Now, three of the four people in this room with me right now know for a fact that I was glowing like a lighthouse in the dark. None of you have reported me to the guard. None of you are panicking right now. And everything's very calm. Now, I understand this one, and I point to our black and blue goth princess. The others... That's a little out of character for most people that I've run into, so perhaps we can... Grandfather Rayton will even chime in a little bit himself, and one of them introduced themselves as a member of one of the noble houses. I mean, I met a large jade person yesterday. You were glowing. Eh. I had a debate with a lunar. It's a funky world we live in. This is very true, but you're still I'm not panicking. Go ahead and roll me perception awareness, or perception socialize with two stunt dice. All right. And I'll spend the willpower to get an automatic success. Okay. And personal will... Can you burn multiple willpower to get multiple successes, or is it just no, one no, to one? just one. Okay. Uh, with the additional willpower, and it's just one, a one-level stunt, right? Yes. So four successes. Four successes. Okay. That is very suspicious indeed, that people are not freaking out over... Screaming? Yeah, well, then... Also, if someone were more of a mind to keep a low profile, as some of the people in this room seem keen to do, throwing the person that they know is exalted under the bus would be a really good way to... Uh, Deter suspicion from themselves? Exactly. It would well, also be a way to continue that low profile. Here, look over here at this glowing guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to let someone throw my... Patient under the bus. I just got arrows out of him. Do you say that in character? Well, it depends on what he says. Okay. No, I'm just kind of side. I'm just kind of side eyeing the entire room. The one that's upset the most right now could probably solve this problem if he just threw me to the guards right now and would immediately say, "Oh, by the way, also, I this guy where's yet. the statue?" It's still wrapped up and tucked under my arm. Okay. <laughs> also, like upset is a strong word. Mostly, no. he's just good at berating people. <laughs> Uh, good. Enthusiastic about berating people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to dictionary and say acclimate <laughs> I'm just looking around the room right now. So, is anyone going to be calling the guards? I'm going to shrug and start unwrapping my statue. I'm not going to throw a patient to the wolves. 
we go back to I had a conversation with two looters earlier. Yes. I would have a very long report for the guard. And we all have other priorities. Which brings us to the issue of let us continue with the mission that we have right now and actually start working towards the plan that we've been investing in. We can panic about changing circumstances all we want, but that's life. Now, if this is an unusual circumstance, I will grant you that. But at the same time, did anybody really expect that we were going to go two days towards the Satrix's birthday with dragons and likely terrestrials and various other exalted that are probably going to be making their presence there in one way, shape, or form without some sort of a complication just being thrown at us? Oh, no. Yes. I was just saying that that was a really dumb move. Well, my alternative was do that or turn myself into a porcupine. And That's I will... fair. I probably would have done that too. Yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't dumb or that I wouldn't have done it. Or that... I'm not saying I wouldn't have done it, but I am saying it was dumb. I'm not <laughs> arguing the fact. Having said that, I prefer being dumb to being dead. Okay. So wait a minute. That's You're a loser. Us. I'm not. <laughs> oh, the arrows. Right. Right. I, I, I hold up Me the arrowhead that you pulled out of my spine yesterday. A, a, a metaphorical porcupine. Yeah. Tavi, you may have been behind in the discussions. We've oh. been discussing how we will present ourselves at the Satrop's gar uh, gathering. I have an invitation. I will have one soon. <laughs> he will take the, 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 the sculpture that he has and start, like, wrapping it in, like, something else that he has that isn't his shirt. That was another thing that you were able to get from the Sapper's Mansion is some of the names from the guest list. Yes. Which gives us the other detail that I wanted to get to, but... Would anybody be interested in having a conversation with the leader of the guild in Nexus? Oh, hell yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, one of, one of the names on the guest list was Janshai Drake, who is one of the members of the High Council of the Guild. You actually, uh, Janshai Drake actually cuts a rather striking profile. He's one of the more uh, visually well, uh, better known members of the Guild, mm -hmm. mainly because he's kind of short. Ah. Uh, he's actually not much taller than you, Tavi. Uh, I believe he stands four foot ten. What is his actual title? Uh, High Councilman of the Guild. Yes, believe me, the, the political cartoonists in Nexus make no shortage of jokes about that. Ah! Done. I would, I would love to say I did that on purpose. <laughs> I know the feeling. So the other question that I've got is, Raywin's name was on the list. Do I remember yes. the surname that he was using? And I'll make a roll for it if you want, because... I know that was the first thing that I was looking for. Like, everybody else has got their priorities, um, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Well, given that he's, I mean, he is one of your intimacies, so that's like four on, like four extra dice to roll to remember that shit. So okay. I'm, I'll just give it to you. Okay. Uh, he was using the name uh, Torade. Okay. It's uh, he was on there as Raywin uh, Raywin Torade. Thank you. And the only other name you got uh, was the one that your new friend wrote down wrote down on the list. Which was Thanganami Arai. Okay, and I also had the plaque that I got. The, the, the right was the stone. Yes, yeah. it was like a. It's a stone about a little bit bigger than a quarter. Okay, uh, polished and emblazoned with a sort of spider-looking symbol. Okay, I did not recognize the name Arai, did I? You did not. Okay, and you recognized the spider symbol, but you can't remember from where. Okay, it's like I've seen this, but I don't know what it means. Okay. And is there any means of researching that in the time frame that I have, or would I need to go somewhere to actually access that information? So I can just bash my head against the wall and say, remember, think! I mean, that would just be asking other people, really, to... Okay. 
that have, that might have a better clue as to what this means. But I can't re I can't retry the roll myself to try and see if I now recall it now that I'm not being shot at. <laughs> <laughs> Given those circumstances, I will give you a reroll on it. Okay. okay. Um, Do you have it out? yeah, intelligence lore. Yeah. No, this is why I failed the roll in the first place. It's terrible. But I think I will burn one. I will try and burn one more powerful will, um, essence so that I can get a, or willpower, I should say, to try okay. and get one more die. No, no, willpower gets you an automatic success. Oh, score. Yeah, it's still only two. Still only two? With two successes, you remember where you've seen it? Okay. You've seen it as, like, graffiti. Okay. Somewhere. You can't, like, you remember seeing this, like, painted on a wall somewhere. Like, it, game tags to say, this is my turf? It's hard to tell. Like, it's like, you remember seeing it painted on a wall somewhere in some back alley in some city. Yeah. It is a place to start looking, at the very least. Right. You know, uh, two successes, I will narrow it down to the city that you remember seeing it in. It was Charoscuro. Okay. So, uh, Tommy has also unwrapped his statue. Just just to review out of game. So, yeah. Um, some of us have invitations to the party... Some of us have ways to buy into the party. Do we have a way for all of us to get in? So the primary thing we were discussing was essentially everybody more or less being my entourage Mm -hmm. in whatever capacity that best works. Well, I think we immediately have plus one. That was was the option. I really do not think that's a good idea. I think that Genevieve should be in disguise in some way. I mean, there are numerous roles I can go. Handmaid, bodyguard, yeah. assassin, what have you. Well, yeah. you and I are going court to doctor. Yeah. Court position makes sense because Vivian has the intellect and the knowledge to back that up. If we and want, also, you look like you're from the island. Mm. Yeah. Um, Genevieve, bodyguard works. We will need to disguise say. you given that you are kind of a wanted individual. Just need a, new a disguise for myself probably wouldn't be out of the question. It might be a wise investment if anybody from the manor recognizes me at all. But yeah. also, if we have Tabi coming in as the artisan that you've hired to present this, that immediately puts everybody in the organization in higher standing as a result. Because you basically said, I have brought the... Yeah, we brought a nice gift. Yes. I, and I they... think it would be easier to get you in as part of my entourage than try and hope that you that he decides to give you an invitation based on present. And as an, art, and as an artisan with that map, with that, um, with that sculpture, it will immediately give you presence that you will then be able to speak with the guild head, yeah. basically presenting yeah. yourself as an artisan. Which is, well, not as an artisan, but... Yeah. But an individual, yeah. a craftsman yeah, yeah. of some sort. Yeah, yeah. An individual of value. Um, but yeah, so if you're okay going bodyguard, you seem very willing to take up that attitude, more so than handmaiden. Valet. That's fine. I, I more or less have a page when it comes to Laren, but... Yeah, you, you have... Yeah. Th- this can be part of your your traveling crew. I mean, I could be like a major domo if it needs to be somebody with more heft, but a valet is just a figure that can also just vanish into the background. Yes, which is more useful for you. And there's plenty of people who are going to have plenty of valet. Yeah. Yep. You're a gopher. You just go for this, go for that. Well, that's my next question. Would Well, that's my next question is actually, would a major domo give me more access to certain members of the staff? I don't I'm know. a servant of sorts, but that would basically mean that I can then associate with the higher-ranked services within the the servants within the office of. So the problem with being a major demo means that you have knowledge and in overall investment in like political workings, which makes you more suspect and people may have more attention Fair to enough. you. What you would want to do is go with being like, a, like in the structure of Victorian houses, 
Like, the butler was the guy who yeah. spoke on behalf of everyone, did not actually have rank, but was higher paid, and knew who people were, but was not there with a political agenda. He was there to make sure that everything was taken care of. So I that's, that's more the status that, that you want to go for. Fair enough. Work better for you. So everyone has their roles. More or less. More or less. Know. You're not being a turtle, so I don't know what we want to run. Court physician. Court physician. Okay, cool. We still need to. We still need to get to the boat so yeah. we can get all of the. <laughs> Where did you put it? Nice outfits. It's and the suitcase sitting next still, to her right now. Yes. Well, the problem oh, okay. is we can't make yeah. it big. Yes. So you I guys are going could, away. We beach it. Our friend Genevieve are going to go put the ship somewhere safely where they can actually access it. To the river. <laughs> and I still need a. <laughs> the river that doesn't exist yeah. because. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I understand the reference, right? But I'm also like, what are we just gonna? We just need to find a very deep rice paddy. <laughs> All right, so you guys are getting disguise supplies. We're going up the mountain. All right, Tommy, are you gonna go with them or? Sure. All, all three of you heading up the mountain to uh, meet yes. with Pillar and Dawn. Yes. They'll be yes. coming around. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to confirm one detail because this will de- this will determine where I'm going as well. Right. Do you ha- like? Is there makeup supplies of sorts on the um, the ship itself? Oh yeah. That would be sufficient to dye my hair. Oh yeah. Perfect. All right. All I need to know. Powdered wigs for days. Okay. So before we do that, Philip. All right. Well, this is going to go either great or terribly, and we're going to find out which one we get there. After having spoken to the guard, yeah. a little while later, uh, the same guard comes back to you. He's out of breath a little bit because he was he ran to find you. But sure. <sighs> the staff wants to see you because I told him there's a there's a demon person and not the kind of demon person. You know what I mean. You've done well. I will go see him straight away. All right, with with me. <laughs> Wait, what is your demon's name? Irines. Irines. I R I N E S S. Yeah. Okay. While he ran to get you, he is able to flag down a rickshaw. I mean, I was just gonna conjure a serious skiff and be like, "Yeah, this is fine." Oh, okay. Well, that, if you'd like to do that, this uh, is fine. <laughs> the rickshaw shows up after you finish conjuring it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> just, you're like, thanks. Do you want on? <laughs> um, so like, just for the uh, for the sake of that, give me a uh, casting roll. Yeah, sure. Which is, that's what intelligence cult. Into cult, yeah. Wait, is Phil also a twilight? Uh, not a twilight. Don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. I'll take your report. Everything. I mean, I'm not saying the Dragon Blooded book came out already, but yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the dirty look that we just got. It takes me two turns, but I get it. Basically, as you're standing there, you yeah. T- you took a little bit of time. I-, I will say that the rickshaw shows up as you're like halfway through. Oh sure. And and is like waiting for you. And at which point, Ernest will even say, "No, just give yeah. him a minute." Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. Poof. Goku's magic fart cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Flying Nimbus. And you can fly. And I'm going to go up the mountain. All right. Um, it's fairly easy to pick out which one is the satraps. It's probably about as high up the mountain as you can go before it really gets like wilderness, animal paths, hiking trails kind of thing. And there's a small army parked on the front door. They're, they're, uh, the guards are probably the most at attention here. Sure. There are large, two large banners at, by the front gates emblazoned with the symbol for House Rockera. 
Okay. Touch down at the front door or, or uh, the gate? A little, or? a little ways away because I don't want them to think that I'm just going to be like, haha, you fools, now you can't shoot me because I'm in the air. Yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna land a little ways away and then walk the rest of the way because okay. that just seems like the smarter plan. Okay. How many people can you bring on this air skiff? I can only bring myself and one other person, but... Irenes has a charm that basically says spend 10 modes and just materialize next to me. So it's one of those. You can wait here for a minute. Okay. Yeah. So you're, are you going to bring the this page yeah. with you? I was going to say, I'm going to bring the page with me. Because okay. he, he, he did a good job. All right. Um, so you fly yeah. back up the mountain, touch down, and walk up to the front gates. And as soon as you get to the front gates, spears right in your face. Halt! Who goes there? Just look in, at the page. Uh, in high realm. I don't understand high realm. Yay! <laughs> well, then they... They, yeah, they, they, they shout at you. Yeah, they're sure. shouting at me saying something or other. They start conversing, and, and the page at that will walk up and start yelling, conversing in high realm. All right. I mean, that's just going to happen. I'm just going to be here. <laughs> uh, what languages do you speak, by the way? Uh, so my native is forest tongue, but I also speak old realm and river speak. Okay. Good. You can talk to the rest of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> depending so, on the moment. <laughs> so he will turn back to you and in river speak. Sure. Say, all right, we can come in, and you know the guards sort of go back to not at ease, but you know back to on alert. Sure. Lead the way, young man. All right, and he leads you into this lavishly appointed mansion. Think Wayne Manor. It is tile and marble and elegant hardwoods. Urns uh, emblazoned with pictures of the, uh, with depictions of the dragons. Bat cave off to the side. Maybe not that Full far. Full of actual bats. <laughs> Full, yeah. <laughs> and he leads you up the um, up the grand staircase in sure. the front here, and down the hall and into the office. This office is where the satrap himself is, and he's pacing back and forth. Now the satrap, Ragur Linway, is an outwardly jovial man. He has earned himself the nickname The Bonfire. Okay. Because he is large, and when he laughs, it is a big, deep, roaring laugh, and people love to be around him, and it's always a very festive event. And he has this fiery red, strawberry blonde hair and a full beard. I like this guy already. Um, He's dressed in very fine um, silk robes. Normally, he's this big, boisterous, jovial character. Somewhere between Brian Blessed and Jesse Cox. Sure. Right now, though, he is a man on the verge of a panic attack. Oh, that's not good. And as a matter of fact, you can even see, like, as he's pacing his office back and forth, like, rifling through drawers, looking for everything. Because this is also the room that Artrin burgled. Or was burgled by Artrin and his friend. And... He is... Is that what the young people are calling it these days? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's buggered. You're thinking of buggered. Uh. But he is pacing back and forth. And you can even start to see, like, some smoke sort of trail behind him as he's pacing. All righty, then. It, it's no surprise. Like, he is he's a fire aspect. Yeah. That's sure. another reason he earned the nickname the Bonfire. Sure. He's spent some essence trying to make sure everything is okay... So he's starting to display his anima banner, which fire aspects 
ignite yeah. when that happens. I so, would have never guessed. Yeah. So yeah, he's walking back and forth, trailing just a little bit of smoke. He's not burning yet. Sure. But like, there's some there's some smoke trailing behind him as he paces and starts. He is muttering to himself. He's sort of jumping between High Realm and Dragon Tongue. So gibberish and gobbledygook. Got it. Yeah, pretty much. All right. I mean, gonna take off my hat because that seems like a respectful thing to do. Okay. Is the page still with me or no? Yes. Yeah. He. he the page led you to. Okay. Uh, and as the page, you know, enters the room, he will. He will announce you. Uh, Roger Malinway, uh, Satrap. This is the man I told you about, Philip Darkwater. Yeah, I just bow respectfully. Uh, I ask the page to respectfully apologize to the satrap for not being able to communicate to him in High Realm. And he will actually look at you in, in river speak, say, no, no need. I'm, I've spent some time in the scavenger lands myself. Oh, marvelous. Marvelous. I, I don't mean to offend you by any stretch. No, no, I... As you can imagine, my head is a whirlwind right now. I don't know if I'd call it a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> These are the jokes. I have guests arriving as early as this evening, and nothing seems to be missing, which still, I fear for the worst. That, the, there may, that he may try to come back, or that he may have planted something that I can't seem to find. I understand, Sadrick, please. Explain to me what happened, and I will do as best I can to help remedy your problems. Well, uh, according to my head maid, she had requested the master guest list, and when two servants had gone up to the room to fetch the list, and there was no response, they went after them. And by the time we got up there, they, we realized too late that something was dreadfully wrong. And you claim nothing is missing, so that would mean you still have the list, I presume. Oh, yes. And he, you know, hands it over to you right here. If, and may I? Please. Just um, and start looking through the names. Well, you don't, read, you don't speak High Realm, so no, I don't. you don't read it either. That, nope, totally not. <laughs> All right. I probably um, should have guessed this was written in High Realm, but so be it. Well, you have someone that may speak High Realm. That's true. Just gonna look over at the satrap. I apologize, I probably should have anticipated this would be written in a tongue I don't understand. And just pull, hand it back to him. I presume that there's quite a number of people on that list that you would like not to be surprised tonight, for lack of a better term. Tomorrow could be... Tomorrow could be the most important day of my life. If all goes according to plan. But, if any of the people on that list find out that things are in such turmoil, any number of them would be... Well, Kurumi might relish the opportunity to try and kill one of them, but she's always been a bit... You know. I... I apologize, I don't. <laughs> uh, bloodthirsty. Ah. Uh, that... That's less than pleasant. You know how it is with cousins. Well, I... We, sadly, we cannot choose them. Without very involved legal processes. Well, I, I'm willing to investigate this space as well as I can. However, if you're looking for any kind of, of warding or what have you, I apologize. There's no sorcery that can work that quickly. Even the most talented sorcerers, a week at least. But I can at the very least examine closely and see if nothing has been tampered with in ways that mortal senses cannot perceive. What about artifacts? 
Possibly. I confess I'm not... I seem to recall an artifact being used that could detect anathema. Well, the artifacts like that certainly exist, but I am in no possession of one, regrettably. I do not possess any, if I'm going to uh, be completely honest with you. Hmm. Yes. Yes, I like this. Well, is, is there anything you can do? I can at the very least make sure that there are no underlying magics remaining here, and if there are, I should be able to dispel them. Please do. Of course. Uh, and he sort of walks away from you and starts... You think he's muttering to himself. Okay. He's, like, he, he's mouthing something. Okay. Then in that case, while he's... And as, as he's mouthing something, he gets a little bit smokier in here. Sure. I, I apologize, Satrap. Would you mind allowing me some privacy to perform my sorcery? I would prefer nothing happen in case I find something hostile. Roll me manipulation presence. Okay, sure. That'll go super well. <laughs> and by that I mean not. You know, I'm going to put a willpower into this because okay. ooh, I don't like this roll. That's two successes. Two successes? That's with the auto? Yeah. Okay. Um, Shockingly, this is not a good pool for me. However, he is also a little bit distracted right now. Sure. Yes, yeah, um... Uh, hold on. And he, you know, does one sort of cur yeah. last cursory flip through his drawers. Sure. Takes a... Sort of looks over at you for a second, takes a couple of pieces of paper, stuffs them into his robes and said, Please. Of course. And steps out of the room. Yay. So he's going to do that. Uh, the page is still here, though. That's fine. The page can stay. Okay. Because the satrap was concerned about his safety, the page would have gone with him. So that's whatever. So I'm going to tap into some personal moats here. Okay. As I do. And I am going to activate all-encompassing sorcerer's sight. Ooh. Ah. Fancy. Uh, the Exalt gazes into the essence of the world and see patterns of magic that make up creation. For a few seconds after activating this charm, the solar can see the essence flowing through the world. She can perceive immaterial spirits, but moreover, she can see the workings of spirit energies around her. Uh, if the character is using a shaping action or evocation, the solar may make an intelligence occult roll of difficulty of the essence at the minimum to determine how the power works. The charm may also be used to identify the presence of ongoing sorcerous effects, such as mystical bar barriers and levitating platforms, revealing not only the presence of magic, but how it functions. Oh, there are no sorcerous effects. I didn't expect there to be. At play in here, and specifically says spirit stuff. Yeah, so, that's fine. Like I'm not expecting to find anything, but in the off chance, it's one of those maybe there's a thing. Yeah, no sorcerous effects going on in here. That's fine. But yeah, I'm just gonna go through the motions of like looking over random things, pretending that they're of interest, using um, some made-up magic words. And pretty stuff. much, yeah, and just eventually going back to the page, like, after maybe, like, five or ten minutes, uh, and go back to him and say that, um, that I believe that there is nothing I can do here, at least not with the level of magic I have mastered. Whatever the anathema came in here to find, it must have been information, not anything tangible. Hmm. That, that is rather concerning. I am truly sorry. Tell me, do you have any plans tomorrow? Not at present. Uh, may. He signals one of the servants over, and he procures a quill and 
parchment and very quickly, you know, scribbles something down, mm-hmm. folds it up. Sure. Your invitation, sir. Oh, well, I'm honored. Thank you. I request that you be here in something of an official capacity. Should the anathema return, I'd rather be prepared. I will make sure that I am available. And to be to have someone of your subtlety, it, because if if word of this gets back to the Isle, then the Wild Hunt will come and they will absolutely ruin this party. <laughs> Well, none of them can hold their damn liquor. No. <laughs> oh no, is that the fact that they're drinking everybody else under the table? Well, damn it, guys, stop hogging all the whiskey. It's a little bit of that and a little bit of, no, my house will not be left standing yeah. by the time they're done. Mm-hmm. The wild hunt people. Bad news. Uh, I would be more than happy to attend and do what I can to make sure that everything goes smoothly. Thank you. I appreciate everything you, you, you are able to do. Of course. Shall I see myself out, or...? Uh, well, no, uh, he will flag down the page, and best to have the page see you out. The, the guards are a bit jumpy. Understandably so. Yes. And also pages make better spies. It's true. So the page will, you know, lead you back out, mm-hmm. and he will again thank you in River Speak. And the, sure. And thank you very much, the, the satyr. This means a lot to him, and... It will mean a lot to all of us to make sure that we can sleep a little bit easier at night. That there are no demons, no offense meant, no other demons, any more dangerous demons flying around us. That's not an issue. Irenes will not be a problem. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, closes the gates behind him and heads back in. Well, I guess we're going to go to the guards and go get paid, because I was promised paid to investigate, not to actually solve the problem. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. I will say that uh, uh, on that note, actually, the um, the invitation, as he as he was sort of folding it up and sealing it up, he sure. probably had a signet ring, and I forgot to mention it. Uh, he did fold up a... A rather respectable pile of jade script into oh. the uh, into the invitation. Well, goody for me. It'll uh, it'll keep you fed for the day. But he, it was. If you look at the invitation, there is he he hand wrote it, so he yeah. was able to sort of put in whatever note he yeah. wanted. Basically, come to the party and make sure nothing happens, and there will be actual jade in it for you. Good enough for me. Uh, for, uh, for the sake of clarification, um, there are four main currencies in creation. You have, uh, there's jade, jade script, silver, and cowrie shells. Jade is just that, jade. Big stone tablet coin things that are traded for goods. Super convenient to carry around. Exactly. Yeah. Sarcasm. Yes. Uh, jade script is, jade script is essentially the empress's own money that she lends out to the people, and it comes in the form of metal coins and paper slips. Uh, then you have silver, which comes in coins. Those are more or less traded throughout the threshold uh, towards the south and east and the north. Um, the exception to that rule is out uh, west, because there are no silver mines out west, and as such, they trade in cowrie shells as sure. a form of currency. So just to, for my own and for the audience, no doubt, um, Skullstone, mostly um, cowrie shells. Nexus would be dealing with... Uh, Nexus would be dealing with everything. Okay, Because enough, ne- Nexus, as I've, as I've said before, Nexus is basically a libertarian utopia. Like, if it, everything is for sale there. Everything and everyone in very literal definitions yep. of that term. Hey, everybody. Storyteller Will here. 
Um, I know I usually do the mid card in a voice of one of the NPCs or, and eventually we'll have the PCs come in here and say it if the patrons so demand it. But this time around, I actually have a more important announcement to make. A good friend of the show, a lot of us here at the show, friend and colleague and uh, friend to uh, greater Boston community theater at large, Brian Edgar, recently suffered a massive heart attack. He's still with us, you know, thank the gods. But he's not going to be working for a while, and he's staring down the barrel of some really gnarly medical bills. So he has a GoFundMe up, and we're going to put the link to the GoFundMe in the description of this particular episode. Uh, and while that GoFundMe is live, if you if you donate to it, we will consider it a donation to our Patreon. In fact, we will consider it three months donation to our Patreon. Like a lot of the perks on our Patreon have a three month caveat you know like if you pledge at this level for three months then you get a character shout out or what have you in this case one time to the gofundme done you have your perk uh five dollars gets you a shout out from the character of your choice pc or npc doesn't really matter ten dollars you get to name an npc and i mean there's not going to be any you know Bodie mcboat face people i mean Although I suppose there could be a god of navigation, like naval navigation, that's probably named Bodie McBoatface. Anyway, and $20 gets you merch, which means we probably need to get cracking on coming up with merch. Anyway, like I said, the link is going to be in the description. Go there, donate, help a dude out. It would mean the world to me and to us and to him and to everybody here in our little community here. And you get some cool stuff for cheaper than you normally would. In the meantime, keep being resplendent to each other. Um, this episode's going to end up being a little bit shorter than normal. And in fact, we're actually going to be trying to make the episodes a little bit shorter as a rule. Like we realize that some of the you know big two-hour episodes aren't quite as easy to digest as the rest. So um, we're going to be trying that from here on out. Let me know what you think. As always, shoot us a message. Leave a comment. We love hearing from everybody. We actually just got our first piece of uh, fan art this week. And you can see it over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash respranacast. Pretty sure. Yeah, respranacast. You know, the R-E-S pranacast with the E at the end. Um, so go check that out. Go like us over there and stay tuned. And with that, we will rejoin the action as we send the rest of our intrepid heroes up a mountain. Thanks. Peace. So, Tavi, Navora, and Vivian, you guys wanted to head up the mountain. Yep. With a... How much porridge are you... Are you bringing, like, a barrel of porridge for them, or just sort of the ingredients for it, or... How many people did they say they had? Uh, they said in the 50 ballpark. Yeah, so that thing, we had to figure out where we were going to get that much and how to transport it. Uh, it may be better just to basically buy a sack of rice and... Make it into porridge up there? Yeah. Because there'll be fresh water up there. Yeah. I mean, that high up the mountain, yeah, there'll be streams and stuff, so... Yeah. Um, we just need to make sure that we have, like, something to boil it in, just in case they don't. They did seem perplexed by bowls. Oh, Pillar did. I mean, yeah, but we don't know how demonstrative Pillar is of the rest of her people. Right. Yeah. It was, it was very perplexed by bowls. <laughs> very. Okay, so we're definitely... She took a bite out of it and thought it was a chef. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh... Yeah, she said, here's the food, and she bit into it, and went, I don't know if I like the outside part, but the inside's okay. All right. She said they mostly eat some sort of nutrient paste, which is why I figured porridge was a good idea. That does sound like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so definitely bringing, like, some kind of 
like boilable something you can put stuff in and boil. I don't know if we the only option would be like a cauldron type thing. Probably. Okay. We'll get a tin one so it doesn't weigh a million pounds. And then basically just like cups. Because if they haven't eaten for a while, you don't want them eating a ton of food all at once anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, and then like probably some kind of like dried fat thing so that we can put it in there so that it has like protein in it. So if they're eating a nutrient paste, they're probably eating mostly protein. <laughs> so you gotta send up the mountain. Yep. You may get a couple of weird glances carrying all this, you know, rice and gear and stuff like that all going up the mountain, but no one's going to bother you. Once you get past the more urban areas of the lap, there's... Can we have rented a mule? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. Probably just purchased one outright, honestly. Yep. Do you want to have to deal with a mule for the rest of this game? I can just sell it again. So, yeah, you were able to get some kind No, I'm gonna name him Jesus, and so every time I say Jesus Christ, I'm just referring to the mule. That's how we justify it. <laughs> we, bought a, we bought a mule. And his name is Jesus. Yeah. Okay. We said it, it's canon. Why? Can non-humanoids exalt? <laughs> so the technical answer to that is it depends. <laughs> Which means it's definite maybe. It's creation. I mean, okay. you ask the DM, it can now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you. The mule is wise, we're going up now. Yes. Anyway, you bought a pack mule and are able to, and are bringing the stuff up the mountain. Now, is Pillar waiting outside? You know what? We didn't determine that. Um, oh, yeah, we just, I told her she'd probably want to make herself a hut. Yeah. And she kind of went off. Okay, well, then, in that case, as you guys are walking along the path, mm-hmm. one of the more wooded paths, not, not pedestrian by the big stretch, you guys come across a, basically it's a pup tent, essentially, with, from the knees down, sticking way out. And those legs are definitely white jade. <laughs> Perfect. About, ha- about halfway there. Good morning, Pillar. You hear a... And she actually rolls out of this pup tent. Well, was not expecting that. And then basically just drops back to the... You can see her drop down closer to the ground by like an inch or so. And, you know, pick herself back up. So, and there she is, the upright pillar of unity. A couple of twigs and dirt sort of hanging onto her, but... And now that you see her in the light of day and minus, you know, a downpouring rain, Tavi... Mm-hmm. I want you to roll me perception craft. Uh, can I use craft fire or because that's the only craft I technically have? Yeah, in this case, I will allow for craft fire. Two. Two successes. Now that you see her, like I said, in the light of day and it's not downpouring rain anymore, you can get a better look at her. She's clearly mechanical, but her and like her skin is clearly white yeah. jade, but it moves. Like skin. It moves like skin. It's flexible like skin. Like, if you were to go up and, like, touch it, at first touch, it feels like stone. But if you were to grab it all, it would give. Okay. My brain is going on about the molecular structure of that stuff because that's awesome. (laughs) But, you know, she is clearly mechanical. Your brain is, like, how did... What did... When, like... 
It just like does not compute. There's like, like eight levels of this is so cool and wait what? Yeah, no, it, it is a full full blown wait what? I have no idea what's going on. How did this get made? Kind of thing. Uh, does anyone else speak Flametown besides me? That's I don't worth think I do. I do not. Nope. I do, but you don't know that. Oh, okay. Well, then, since you can't understand him, he has started talking incredibly excitedly to himself as he's looking at her, trying to be like, oh my god, like, how does this go together, and how do you get this, and is it, like, a single piece of stone, or is it, like, layered, and, like, just has that many points of articulation, and... Uh, in, in Flame Tongue responding, she's from another realm, and that might be rude. Good morning, Pillar, in Riverspeak. Good morning, friends! <laughs> I will apologize if that seemed rude, in Riverspeak. Uh, it, it, it is quite alright. I understand the curiosity about the creation of alchemicals. Does he know the word alchemicals? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you might be familiar, familiar with the term alchemy, like alchemy. Alchemy, yes. But, but like, like, alchemical, like, that's an adjective. Alchemical what might be your... General thought. He's just kind of marveling at her. Like, she is the coolest thing he's seen since, like, six breakfasts ago. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I tried to get as far away as I could. However, I did receive... I did start to experience some exhaustion as the evening wore on. You're marvelly out of the way. Excellent. I was concerned. However, we have food. It will need some preparation, but we have food. Excellent. Crezio and I'm interested in meeting the rest of your companions. Well, very well. Crezio has already met them. I would like to. Very well. Let's let's go. And she starts just walking up the up this path like an eight foot tall white jade woman is not the strangest thing they'll see on this path today. I yeah. mean, she might not be. <laughs> no, might not be. Um, a little ways up the path, she goes off-roading a little bit. Off-roading. Does, <laughs> Does the she path, get, like, like, really big, like, wheels or something? No, she does not act like, not in that capacity, but she sort of, sort of, like, looks around and makes sure, makes sure, makes sure nobody's coming. And she's like, this way. Okay. And will lead you off the path. All right, let's go. And I'll roll out. <laughs> at this point of the day, like it's taken several hours. On that note, if there's anything you would like to talk to anyone about on over the course of this several-hour trip, by all means, let me know. If not, we can just sort of we, we can smash cut to opening the armpit. <laughs> yes, that was a sentence I just said. You set yourself up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, smash cut to the armpit. Yeah. So, after a little bit of, you know, off-road navigation, you reach the armpit of the penitent. What you did not expect to see at the armpit of the penitent is a hand, palm out, covering some kind of entrance. This hand is about as big, is about as tall as Pillar. Is it also Boy Jade? No. What is it? Uh, give me. Yeah, uh, you know what? Roll perception, cra- perception craft again. It is a kind of metal, so fireworks. Six. 
Six successes? Mm-hmm. That's fucking star metal. What the fuck? Like, that's actually what comes out of his mouth when he looks at it. What's wrong? That's star metal. And a lot of it. The hell is star metal? Would you like to explain star metal to... Uh, and if you would like to... And basically, you can use this explanation for Tavi to explain what star yeah. metal is. Star metal is the magical material that is associated with the sidereal exalted. I mean, you may not say that it's associated with sidereal exalted because you probably don't know what a sidereal is. That's fair. However, you do know that it is ma- essentially made from dead gods. But, uh, yeah, you know it's, it is a magical material. It's made from meteorites. And because, yes, meteorites exist in Exalted, and because of the bizarre cosmology of, of how the loom of fate and the night sky works, a meteorite is essentially a calcified dead spirit. Okay. That falls to Earth, and you refine it into star metal. Um, it's space ve- sword. It is impossibly rare space and impossibly hard to refine. And this is a lot of it. This is a lot of it. This is a eight foot tall hand, articulated hand. It's not like solid. There, yeah. you can, there are clear there joints. Are joints. Yeah, yeah. There are joints like this was like this was part of a larger robot. As you get up to it, Pillar picks it up. And just sort of moves it aside. This way, please. And gestures into this cave that has now been revealed. Nora strides right on forward. <laughs> Tommy's brain just melted. Tommy's brain is still melting. How <laughs> you doing, buddy? Well, one thing that is worth mentioning about star metal, though, is that for as strong and rare as it is, it is remarkably light. The light part, like, the fact that she can pick it up has, like, she's a... She's an automaton, basically. Yeah. Like, that doesn't... It's, where did you get... Like, where did this come from? Besides, obviously, like, the sky and dead gods. He's literally just... Where did... What? Another realm. Yeah. I'll kind of scroll up to it, kind of tap on a little. Huh. Neat. It goes so far beyond neat. Like, so far beyond neat into, like... What the fuck zone, like, but elevated to the best cheese you've ever had in your life, combined with you don't know where that came from. Cheese? I don't know, really, cheese. That's fair, I suppose. Well, anyway, come, mule. So, you head into this cave. Pillar puts the hand back. And as soon as that happens, any sort of natural light... I mean, there's a couple of little shafts that come because it's not... You know, this hand doesn't perfectly seal the cave, but yeah. there's a couple of you know, a couple of points of light coming through. But as she closes it, little points of light start to show up along the edges of this cavern. They seem to be little like um, little crystals, little green crystals that are creating this mm-hmm. light source for you guys, sort of guiding you a little bit farther down. As you guys get about 20, 30 feet down this cavern, you can start to hear voices. Fairly weak. They sound very unhappy, rather unhappy. But you can hear people. And as you exit the hallway, there's a large opening. Yes? Um, do you recognize the language of the speech, or is it gibberish? The, it's that same weird old realm okay. that Crisio was speaking. So I can understand it. Sort of. Yeah, it's hard, but I can yeah. understand it. You can limp your way through it. As you get out there, you see... 
it looks like something. It looks like a refugee camp. Bedrolls laid out on the hard stone floor. People lying down. It seems like they probably tried to stay as nocturnal as possible. So I mean, it being this early, there are a lot of them are asleep, or if they're not sleeping, they're up and in pain. And actually, on that note, Vivian, roll three dice for me. Does yours count as two in this case? Yes. Two successes. Okay. Gain two points of limit. Will do. As this is, these people are suffering needlessly. Amongst them is another woman who is, the best way I can describe her is being as dressed in a nun's habit. The difference being, though, instead of it being the black and white of a traditional earth nun's habit, it's more of like a faded yellow gown with a white uh, hat veil thing. Um, and it's, it's more, it's taller than, it's one of like, you've seen the nuns habits that stand up a little bit. It's, that make them look like another six inches taller. It's one of those. This woman is, to say that she's been burning the candle at both ends would imply that there's any candle left to burn. Damn, girl. She is exhausted. The other more, probably more noticeable thing about her is her skin, which, despite her sort of labored movement and heavy demeanor, her skin is still a brilliant, polished gold. Cool. Is she also an Ottoman? You can't tell from this far back. Sorry, Ottoman. Ottoman. Ottoman's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, You can't tell from this far back, as she is much more clothed than Pillar is. Pillar is so cool. Yeah. This woman has, she is uh, kneeling down next to a child who is crying a little bit and sort of holding their stomach and she's just sort of rocking them back and forth and and singing something in uh, that language that you don't quite grasp. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go straight to her because it seems like she's probably a child. Pillar, could you? um... Oh, yes. And she... Follows immediately after. I'll be right with, there with you guys. All right. Uh, please let, let, let her know we're here to apply, uh, supply relief efforts. We brought food. Uh, what's wrong with the child? Is it just hunger or there's something more? I'm a physician. Well, the, as far as what's wrong with the child, I know that. It is most definitely hunger. Easier to deal with. We've got the supplies already. Another thing to notice about all of these people around you, they all have that same stone in the forehead that Crisio had. Some of them are different shapes, different colors, different patterns, but they all have that stone in the forehead at their third eye. Um, mastery of small manners. She's reflexive. It's for one scene. It's been five moats, and I have no cultural unfamiliarity penalties. Okay, cool. Pillar will walk up to this woman and start speaking in that weird old realm, and the woman will sort of pat the child on the head and lay them down on their bedroll, stand up and look at all of you. Now that you're closer, mm-hmm. yes, she is definitely an automaton. Can I tell what her skin is made out of? Uh, give me perception craft. Oh, uh, actually, no, you know what? I'm going to give this one to you guys because it should be fairly obvious yeah. probably what this is. Her skin is made of orichalcum. Cool. <laughs> That's just cool. Um, she has, like, and now that you can see a few more details of her face, whereas Pillar's eyes looked more human, more biological, this woman's do not. They look crystalline. 
they do not have any discernible pieces of there. You don't see like an iris or mm-hmm. a uh, pupil or anything like that. It's just like a crystal. smooth crystal. It's well, not it's like faceted crystals. Oh. Like she has faceted crystals for eyes. Are they etched in a way that we can still determine like where the iris and the details are, or is it just like not? Not initially, but like you can see, like when she moves, like you can see the way they move, like human eyes would, okay. to sort of focus. So judging by that, like after a little bit, you can sort of tell like where she's looking. And as she and Pillar are conversing, she nods. Oh, another detail: she has these green stains running down her cheeks. They look like tear tracks. Also cool. Pillar reaches down because. Pillars eight feet tall, and this woman is six feet at best. Um, so, oh, I'm so short. Well, okay. <laughs> so, so, okay, she's six feet tall, six foot four with the habit. Yeah. Um, but uh, Pillar reaches down and sort of grabs her by the side of the head and touches her thumb to the stone in her forehead. Uh-huh. Oh. Pillar's eyes flash in a way that you've seen before, and this woman's eyes flash the same color. And she looks at all of you. Thank you for coming, she says in Riverspeak. So cool. System update received. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming. I... We have... We seem to have been a little unprepared for our pilgrimage. Well, if you've any water... And a fire, we can get started making you some food. Yes. A safe place to start a fire. Um, and she signals over to um, a couple of the humans that are awake. And in that old room sort of yeah. gestures and says something to them. And they sort of clear a couple of bedrolls out of the way. Motion to, to Laren to, to help with any setting up of the um, pot of whatever variety we got. Sure. Um, they seem... Fairly mystified by what you're doing. I mean, they're from another realm. <laughs> they're from another realm that has never had to cook anything. So, yeah, the notion of having to prepare it is kind of like, yeah, the hell is going on? <laughs> is there anyone whose issues aren't directly tied to the lack of nourishment that you know of? Injuries, illness, anything like that? Uh, Berzik over there uh, broke his leg the other day on his way back from trying to gather supplies. All right, I'll go take a look. Okay. Yeah, there's a guy there that he has a very rough splint. It's The break's probably a day or two old, uh, so it's already started healing back wrong. Oh, great. You may have to, you may have to break it again to oh, sort of set it. Oh, boy. Everyone's right, no. favorite part of the movie. Yeah. When you have to re-break someone's leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me let me diagnose this guy, see how bad it is. Flawless diagnosis? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I mean the malnourishment uh, everyone seems to be yeah. suffering from here. The stone in the forehead. Uh, same wonky breathing as Crisio. Um, and the broken leg. Like I said, it's it's started to heal back. Like you might Depending on how well you roll your medicine check, you might be able to set it to do it now. Otherwise, like put it this way, if you had waited another day, you absolutely would have had to re-break it and reset it. Uh, uh, oh, dash. Pillar? Uh, yes! Would you be able to translate, please? Sure. Uh, let him know I'm going to try to reset his break. There is a chance 
I might have to re-break it if it's healing poorly. Very well. Thank you. I, he, I, he's experienced it before. I'm sure he's he knows what to expect in that play. Oh boy. And she, you know, and she translates, and the guy, the guy looks, looks up, slightly pale. The guy and looks up at you. This. I mean, he looks pretty pale anyway. Yeah. But well, that's the question that I've got. How long have they been malnourished? Because that might be stunting the healing process, which might make it easier for Vivian in that regard. That it might not have healed. That's day. actually that, that's leading him. That that's actually got you a little bit optimistic. Yeah. It's because like because of the malnourishment. Like I said, any other break like this, <laughs> have, having gone this long, yeah, no, you would have had to break it. But Congratulations, it, you're malnourished. We don't have to re-break your leg. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Silver lining, everybody. Uh, um, and the uh, the woman with the gold skin, the Arcalcum skin, I should say. Um, Gives a, a, a huge, bat, like deep bow, practically kowtows to you guys, and says, "Thank you. I am. You've already met uh, the upright pillar of unity. I, I am the dawn of a brighter tomorrow." Oh, oh. I want to give her a hug. <laughs> you may call me Navora. I'm glad we're able to help. It's an honor, in many ways, to meet you and your folk. But we've brought what we can. I'm sure we can get more of this. Thank you. We, as I, as I said, we were somewhat underprepared for the conditions here in creation. Would you mind telling me, Pillar has mentioned some, but your perspective of what your pilgrimage is? Oh, yes. We, uh, we're traveling the path of Harmonious Center. And that was an individual? Yes. Uh, he was a champion, like us. Like Pillar and I. And what did he do? Harmonious Center was designed to bring together the disparate nations of Adarthonia, but he was unable to convince them all to see a single cohesive path together. And as powerful as the Great Maker has created us, we are sometimes prone to fits of irrationality, such as frustration and despair. And Harmonious Center suffered from both of these, and he left. He left for creation. Some say he found it. After espousing this idea, I was not me I was not exceptionally popular in my convent, but it was a branch for us to grab onto. I've heard your world is faring poorly. The great maker can only provide so much, and he has provided us so much for us, but he is finite. And Pillar mentioned something along the lines of you were here in support of the Solars. We were hoping to, we were hoping that the lawgivers might be able to point us in the right direction, to help us find the center. Now, unfortunately, most of those who came from another realm, well, the stories told in creation of them are not... Favorable. Yes. Uh, your kind may be known as the Fae. And hunted, to be frank. We are familiar with that. We've encountered a pair of hunters that seem... Well, I may have put them off uh, at least trail for the current time. They were certainly interested, but I may have discouraged them from thinking that you have ill intentions for the world. Thank you. 
there's been a <laughs> been a bit of a communication barrier. I can see. Now, what I can do for you at the moment is unfortunately limited. I, as you were looking for the lawgivers, the logger, lawgivers were overthrown. Oh. They are not non-existent. Well, where are they? I am one of them. I stand in front of you, able to help as I can, but subtlety is needed. Wait, what? Can I, I don't remember if I knew that or not. No. You did not know that. It's okay. not public knowledge. So, okay, how long Should does the first tier of your anima banner showing... Well, how long um, do I have to spend to get it to glow a little bit, and how long does that look You actually, You can actually spend one point of either essence you want okay. to automatically turn it on. Okay. And by doing it that way, you basically reserve the ability to turn it off. Absolutely. There we go. My forehead is glowing. Okay, so your cast mark shows yep. up? All right. So, bing. Huh. Zenith cast. Well, fair enough. Laren I'm gonna, is... I'm going to spend that on peripheral, because why not? Okay. Laren is struggling to start a fire in the corner. Aww. I'm uh, going to go help him. Okay. Give me with survival. Okay. Is a broken leg a situation where I could try to slap it into? Actually, (laughs) it actually is because it is a crippling effect. Okay. (laughs) We finally get the slap of healing to actually apply. (laughs) Is that two successes? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's plenty. This will hurt you more than it hurts. Sting a little. (laughs) Boom! First thing I'm gonna do in case this goes funky. Is is use touch okay. of blissful release, which okay. is basically magic painkiller. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. So we can do that first. Yeah. Um, so you just gave the dude magic cocaine to knock his ass out. Cocaine. Not cocaine. That's not morphine. 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 <laughs> yeah. But magic, so it's not addictive. So it's metamorphine. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm gonna clap. Oh, that was good. Uh, that dancing gym. You are so lucky you're not on my payroll, so I can't fire you. <laughs> Say what you want. That was a good one. All right. It was. So <laughs> that yeah, doesn't so, mean he's not fired. Just kind of gonna grab his leg and dope him up. Yep. Uh, and then I'm just gonna try to smack his leg better. Okay. Uh, is there a roll? Uh, it's an attack roll, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, an attack roll, except I use medicine. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? What is better about this is your giggle. Weed <laughs> bashing strike. He's bordering on Wicked Witch Cackle. The silver, good. The solar magician may strike into temporary wounds and damage her, cloud of the eye, or block meridian, blah, blah, blah. It's, uh, counter crippling effects, yada, yada. Uh, the difficulty of the medicine attack roll... Is equal to the temporary penalty she wishes to remove, extra successes, yada yada. Instantly may use a stunt, striking pressure points, blah blah. It doesn't specify what the role is, but I assume medicine's involved. Right, so, um, well, okay, in that case, because it is an attack role. Strength medicine. Uh, the dexterity medicine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to give me strength medicine to re-break his leg. So here's my question. Is yes. your ability a local anesthetic, or is this guy just, like, in, like... Oh, he is dope the fuck up. Okay, that's good. That's a good thing. There'd be nothing more terrifying than just realizing I can't feel my leg and then somebody snaps the freaking thing back into place. I didn't feel a damn thing. So the plus side is this should just fix his leg. I'm going to punch it better. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) That's a fun, that's a fun phrase. This should work. Yeah. Oh, please. Oh, good. (laughs) 
Wow. Is it bad? I was kind of hoping yeah. for a failure. No. You're all terrible people. Uh, yeah. Four successes. Four successes. We're not people. We're exiles. <laughs> After you we sort of people. Yes. Win your hand person. over his eyes. Yep. And his eyes kind of roll back into his head. He is. He is happier than anyone has been here for quite some time. He's talking to a talkman right now. <laughs> <laughs> then sort of gauging the essence, like you sort of gauging this guy. This guy's what little essence this mortal has. Yeah. And you find the break in his femur. Mm-hmm. You look up at Pillar, who looks a little worried. <laughs> and if you don't mind me puppet stringing you a little bit, you say, "Don't tell him I did this." And make a huge palm strike right to where the break is. But it's perfect. You can take the splint off. As soon as he comes to, he can get up and do the Charleston for you. Are you going to be horrified? Because, like, Pillar was watching that, and I'm afraid if somebody else, like, breaks an arm or something, she's like, I know how to fix it! (laughs) And, in fact, on that note, Pillar will say something to the effect of, Why would you strike an injured man? That seems... (laughs) It's a trick I picked up. He should be fine. Are there any sort of latent uh, injuries from when he initially broke it, like cut skin or anything? Uh, probably a couple of scratches, but nothing major. I mean, flawless diagnosed him, right? So if he had yeah. an infection, I'd know. Yeah, 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 no infection. All right. And once he snaps out of it, he should be fine. Can you teach me how to do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think so, unfortunately. Oh, very well. I mean, I don't know enough about everyone yet, so I can't say definitely not, but probably not. Very well. But if I can, I will. Thank you. You're so sweet. And simultaneously, face palm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about these people. For all I know, she's an exalt. It's true. So, you so were I've got a very little fire. Very little fire. Put the pot on top of it. Get some water from a little trickling stream coming. Two cups of water, one cup of rice. Yep. <laughs> a lot of water. A lot of water. Yeah. And yeah, Salt. Yep. You're able to get the water boiling, and in a little while, you'll have buttload of porridge. Buttload yep. of tongi for everybody here. Covering the top. I know it yeah. smells good. Deep breaths. <laughs> Roll your perception awareness. Three. Three successes. Once you get the fire going, the light from the fire lights up something on the wall. Okay. There's Old Realm on the wall. What does it say? Old Realm hieroglyphs. It says exhaust port. <laughs> well, it's good we're here. Uh, though the smoke might be visible. The cave goes deeper, too. Okay. Like, further down. Are we gonna Ghostbusters 2 this fucking mountain? I was like, this is... This That's not what I'm shrug. This, this... I'm getting so, more Steven Universe. So there's there's a moment where I, he's like, oh, they might, someone might see the smoke. I'm not really that worried about... Oh, shit. He's gonna leave Laren in, like, charge of making sure that this cooks. Like, just keep stirring the thing. Oh, like. No. No. Count to like count to twenty five. Stir it. Cover it. Count to twenty five. Stir it. Cover it. <laughs> I don't know how high he can count, so he just kind of picked a number that he figured he could probably count to. Tommy doesn't make assumptions about how intelligent people are. <laughs> I mean, that's a good twenty five. That's a pretty big assumption. That's Listen, yeah. I kind of. I think people are at least 
somewhat as smart as he is. That's fair. I'm saying, like, I'm pretty sure the president can't count to 25. Yeah, but the president anyway. doesn't exist in creation. So uh, he goes looking. He, like, you know, takes a bit of something glowing and goes looking for other writing. Give me perception investigation. Two. Two successes. As you head a little bit farther down this cave, you can't find any more writing, but you do notice that the walls start feeling less natural, more man-made. Should I do more, like, investigation? Because, like, that's going to just make him curious about what, like, how they got something this big into a cave. Is this a cave? <laughs> Eventually, you get, you come to a door. Just a metal door in the middle of A stone door. A stone door, okay. And a stone door, intricately decorated. There are some more old round hieroglyphs on there. And these ones read engine room. <laughs> Do I need to roll anything to put this shit together? Give me intelligence. Actually, you know what? Give me intelligence craft. And because you have a specialty in first age tech... I do. You would take that specialty. Uh, what does that do? Did you do an extra die? die. Vivian, you're about to add carbon monoxide poisoning to all the refugees here. He's really not because he cannot power this thing on. It does make sense, though. They put a goddamn exhaust port in the armpit. (laughs) Seven. Seven successes. That's an exceptional. That is beyond (laughs) This thing, while you don't know exactly what it does, the entire statue, the entire mountain, itself is a machine of some kind. Can I open this door or is it too heavy for me? It's not that it's too heavy for you, Mm -hmm. but while you're looking around, there is a setting in the center of it. Uh In fact, there are three settings in it Mm -hmm. for hearthstones. Because I have no hearthstones on me. That is not a thing. So I'm far enough away from everyone that no one can quite literally feel me vibrating with excitement. Sure. But he's not far off. But they, they, do, they do probably hear the flame tongue curse words echoing from down the... Jubilant curse words yeah. is the problem. It's like... <laughs> it, is, it is the most colorful, and of course because you do speak flame tongue. Navora understands this... I mean, it is very excited sounds, but Navora knows this is like the most curse-littered excitement ever. (laughs) And like, he comes running back out, looks at Navora, looks at Vivian, I don't even know how to start saying, I don't know, it's, the whole thing's a machine. What thing? This thing! The whole fucking mountain is a machine. No one carved a rock into a dude. A dude sat down that happened to be a machine, and it became a mountain. Oh my god, that's terrible. We do terrible. That's fucking awesome. There's a whole civilization in this lab. What if it decides to get up? Oh shit, that's a really good point. Who didn't even think of that? I look... Nevada looks to Dawn... <laughs> <laughs> is this true? Mad scientist? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, 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 was not a, I was not aware of it. We saw the mountain. We thought that there may have been another. We know that the mountain looks nothing like the center. Okay. There may have been another... Another alchemical, another champion. Wait, was the center as big as this? How big was the center? Well, 
the the alchemical exalteds grow as they gain essence. Holy fuck. fuck. All right. All right. All right. That <clears throat> it's sat here for quite long enough. There's no reason to assume it's going to get up now. But if you could, please try to figure out how to keep it from moving. I mean, if it's fair, the engine room's very locked. That's probably f- good. It is worth mentioning that because you did roll super high on intelligence craft. This all seems to be basic stone. This is not one of the magical materials. And so far, you're ex- in your experience so far, the alchemical exalted have all been made of ma- magical materials. Okay, but how cool is it that it's a rock that apparently has a machine in it? Like, it doesn't make it any less cool. Okay. And also, technically, jade is a kind of rock. Yes, so... but it, it was very specifically not jade. Yes. It's, I'm yes. not saying this is an entire mountain made of jade, because then, you know... The mountain wouldn't would, be here anymore. The mountain no, wouldn't would be, be here anymore after all of the numerous wars that the realm oh, yeah. fought over yeah. to claim it. Yeah. Okay. Kirk, there's no reason to believe the mountain is going to do anything dramatic. We should still warn somebody. I don't know. Everyone? No, 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 no. We are telling fucking nobody because if someone looks at this giant thing and says, hey, maybe I could turn that on, not only are we very worried about the entire civilization sitting in its lap, we're worried about, you know, the rest of creation because someone's going to march that shit over to the realm defense grid. But what if it could run itself autonomously and gets up on its own one day? Well, how long has it been sitting here? Quite a while. Well, why do you think it's going to get up? Maybe it gets bored. We don't know if it's conscious. How far is it to the head? Does anyone get to the head? It, it is possible to hike to the head. Yeah, that's hiking. I mean, it's a bit more strenuous a hike just because of the altitude. The, the, the altitude and the shape of it. Yeah. Keep but, in mind. Um, Sorry. Yeah, you will. Like you would need. That's the kind of hike that you would need. You know, pickaxes and pitons to get up to. But people do it where, all the time. Where in this mountain is the satraps mansion? Um, the Satrip's mansion is sort of by the right hip. Okay. I mean, keep in mind, we've just spent quite a bit of time with a woman made of jade who was introduced yeah. to her friend made of metal. And they seem quite... Really? Good. So they seem quite conscious. There's no reason to assume this mountain might not be. I say mountain! Can you hear me? <laughs> Here. In order to get into the engine room, which sounded really quiet to me, Good. and trust me, I know what machinery sounds like, you have to have three hearthstones. Good. So assuming nobody climbs into the armpit and goes as far down an exhaust port as they possibly can, and sticks very specific rocks into very specific holes, should be okay. As long as the mountain's not alive, yes. We should probably block the entryway to that exhaust port with something very heavy. We're we're in it. This is the exhaust. The whole thing is. This is the exhaust port. Oh dear. Oh dear. dear. Also, I really don't want to block exhaust ports because if it is alive and it gets um, constipated. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Are you sitting in a muffler right now? Basically, more yeah. or less. All right. I have patience to deal with. I'm so fucking excited right now. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> I am horrified. <laughs> That's one of the reasons we decided to stay here, was we saw the old tongue on the wall. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Yes, rather does. How long have you been here? Uh, about a week. 
How right. expensive was what we brought to them? Anyway? Oh, it was nothing. If any of you have a dot in resources, yeah, you covered it yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, I do. The mule was probably the most expensive part. Yeah, uh, you have three dots in resources. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is great information. As astounding as that is, fortunately, at the moment, nothing will likely change in regards to the giant figure that is the mountain. We have other concerns. It is entirely possible that the center did not make it to creation. We barely survived. Pathfinder sacrificed himself to get us here. That was his hand that you walked by. That's all that was able to make it through. Oh, wow. He was the, the strongest we had, and for all we know, he's... At best, he is still trapped in Avachthonia. At worst, he's elsewhere. Capital E. <laughs> Maybe. It takes Tavi a second to, like, process this. And then, like, all he's just... I'm so sorry for your loss. I... You have our condolences. And there's not much we can do for that. You're sh you're sure you haven't heard of anything of the center? No. There's no legendary. I suppose if the lawgivers were overthrown, then yeah, a lot of the stories yeah. might have been. Don shrugs, and history is written by the victors. I suppose. We that being known said, as anathema, demons, the wretched, hidden. Those few of us who appear, for there is a hunt for us as well. But as there is support in any capacity for us, I am happy to support you. Oh, <laughs> we, we, we do not need support. We live to support others, and we seek to lead by example. This is why Pillar is as, I hate to call it naivete, but... She sees the best in everyone. Everyone. It is a noble path to aspire to. You say you need no support, but I would help you find your place in this world as I can. You seem very well-meaning, and at first glance, well, how people would see you is not the action, would not lead to the kind of actions either of us would prefer. Please, not for me, and not for Pillar. And she gestures out over the, you know, sleeping, malnourished, what's it say on the uh, Statue of Liberty? Give me your tired, your poor, your hungry. It's, it's she just, oh, yeah, the sort of gestures out over that yeah. for them, please. Also, it says exhaust port by the armpit. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. <laughs> Let's start with the basics. I believe the food is ready. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. They it, don't know. En enough. Enough yeah. time has okay. uh, en enough time has passed, and yeah. Laren is kind of like, um, he's like trying to signal somebody, but he's not sure who to signal at this point. In which case, I will probably tell her. It seems the food is ready. Okay. <laughs> now, the important thing with extreme malnourishment is to. Eat a little bit slowly at first. The natural instinct is to dive in and gorge oneself. That can be worse 
Which is why we brought little cups. Right. <laughs> but and don't let them refill too frequently at first. Yeah. So right. we'll start filling and, the little cups. <laughs> and, and Pillar says something in that uh, sort of weird old realm. I'm going to give it to you, Tavi. She just said, and don't eat the shell. <laughs> don't eat the shell. Uh, it's not that tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will ask her how to say eat it slowly, like in a way that's the best. Yep. Um, and then, you know, as I'm filling the little cups, and I imagine waking people up, like giving it to them and say, eat it very slowly. Sure. I'll just sort of, you know, kind of wander around as people get up and move, see if I can, you know, I'm not going to be flawlessly diagnosing everyone, but to see if anything is obvious with anybody that sure. maybe is wrong aside from malnourishment. Okay. Um... Yeah, you're able to treat and take care of everyone, and everybody's going to be okay now that they've got this this stuff worked out anyway. In the meantime, was there anything else you guys wanted to do while you were up here? Just check in on everybody, make sure everybody's okay, and get a couple of plot hooks for future stuff? <laughs> it's a big rock robot. <laughs> I guess Glorial not. Titan. Yes. Zavora is just primarily going to be trying to talk to Don and figuring out like where you came from, trying to like reassure like we can figure something out. Right now we can get more food easily, but like Sure. Alright. And we're gonna call it there for this week. Oh. Alright. Thanks for joining us everybody, and we will see you in the next episode. And I am I'm not gonna lie, I kinda like be resplendent to each other as a sign-off, so it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, be, res- be resplendent to each other. Be resplendent to each other, everybody. See you next time. Yeah.